Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, you're listening to Shag Married Annoyed with me, Rosie Ramsey, and my husband, Chris Ramsey. And this is Shag Married Annoyed. Hang on, no, hang on, hang on. This isn't right, hang on. This is Shag Married Annoyed Christmas special, but 2020 has been a really, really shit year. What? And I'm not Don't starting with that. that. <laughs> so are you ready? Let's pump it up. Here we go! Look at your little face. (laughs) It's Christmas! It is indeed! Come on, come on! (laughs) Stop ruining Christmas. (laughs) You're listening to Shag Marinoid with me, Rosie Ramsey, and my husband, Chris Ramsey. This is the Christmas special. We've made it. We're here. We're here. It's Christmas. We're here. It's Christmas? We're all here, we're all in tier three, and we're all going to celebrate Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Turn that shit off Oh, now, no, please. it's good. It gets better. Hang on. It just gets play, better. No, just let it play it's it the sound quality. You're ready? one of the biggest Listen, podcasters. Ready? Oh. Here we go. Brrr, I love it when they do this. Yes. That's horrendous. Get that off now. Okay, Get okay, that off. Okay. 50 okay. elves just died when you played that. This is not Christmas bells. Horrible. <laughs> This is the Christmas bells. <sighs> Are you happy though you got that out of your system? I'm, I, do you know what? I, I know it doesn't make you feel better, but uh-huh. music makes me feel better. Uh-huh. I instantly feel so much better never, now. I never have it on. I'm one of them people. Like, I hate people who just constantly have music on. Yes. just does me nothing. just does me nothing. You can be <laughs> anywhere and people are like, should we put some music on? No, let's just, no. Let's just sit with our own internal monologues and our frightening thoughts and let's face them head on because so, it's Christmas no guys you haven't tuned into Scrooge <laughs> by accident this is genuinely shag annoyed and we're very excited come on we are I, uh, do you know what it is I've got my Santa hat on as we're doing this you've got your little elf ears yeah. on which I didn't think you'd be able to get your headphones on but hey ho you mm-hmm. have you've mm-hmm. done it hey ho that's hey, elf ho. stuff that's elf patter isn't it yeah oh, gnomes or something <laughs> I uh, Oh, God. Yes, we're here. We made it. It's the 2020 Christmas special, also known as episode 95. Oh, is it? Yes, indeed. Wow. Yeah. So before we crack in straight to the Christmas special, obviously, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you for joining us. It's time for this week's, this year's festive, lucrative, Have you lucrative sponsor. Themed? I'm glad you've done that, actually. Rosie, do you know what it is? There's two sponsors, because at this time of year, you know, it's obviously a big, you know, for, for like sort of capitalism, you know, it's big time for yeah. advertising, big time for people's Tell I've been run off my feet on Instagram. Yep, yeah. oh, we'll get to that later. Oh, um, big time, big time for, you know, uh, people, you know, spending that sweet, sweet Christmas dollar on stuff. Obs. So they've been fighting to get on, they've been fighting, right? So to this get week's on the look, podcast. Yeah, yeah, as always. Yeah. Bat, bat, batting them back, I am, with a stick, <laughs> with a big fest, with a big candy cane. So this week's, 
lucrative sponsor is mm. Christmas songs. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You heard that song a million times? <laughs> sure fucking have. You want to hear it again? Fucking right to do. It's Christmas, bitch. Stick yeah. that on. Love but it. If you dare put that on on the 27th of December, I'll oh, fucking murder on. your hell whole on. family. Mm-hmm. Brought to you in part <laughs> by shortbread. Hey, it's November. Want some shortbread? Fuck off, mate. Hey, it's December. Want some shortbread? Get that shortbread in my dick now. <laughs> Ew. Is that what you've been doing uh, with that box of shortbread? Yeah, that's actually, that's uh, shortbread have actually, um, uh, they put a little thing on the bottom of the email saying, um, please don't encourage people to get the shortbread in their dick. Because apparently this time of year, A&E is full of people with shortbread in their dick. And can we, need everybody, put, we need to put a stop. Can everybody stop nobbing <laughs> the shortbread? Because it's getting out of control. We've uh, got a pandemic. Uh, we went to the garden centre the other day. I bought a big box of shortbread. I was going to buy it as a present for someone. I thought, no, you know what? I want it. Um, nearly finished it. Big tin, massive. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like this. It's probably like the size of a PS4, the tin. That's the best way I can tell you. Nearly done it. Do you know what? You've been conned though, you know. How? Because it's just regular shortbread. All they've done is uh, put uh, a deer uh, on the front uh, in It's the a snow. reindeer, <laughs> not a deer. It's not actually, it's a normal deer. It's a reindeer. And it's that proper Christmas. Look at the tartan on the box. Look at it, the big tin. She just turned her head and hit I'm the microphone. Where is it? <laughs> it's over oh, there, it's under, over the, there. under the Robin. Right, but great. Christmas shortbread on if you hear any crunching during this, right? Apologies, but it's me putting shortbread in me dick. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, here's the jingle. I Bells have visions of you every week. having the dick on your shortbread. Nah, anyway. Get them out your head, it's Christmas! <laughs> here's the jingle. Here's the jingle. Bells. We had a fight about the jingle, jingle. We couldn't settle on a jingle, jingle. So this is the jingle, jingle. We hope you like the jingle, jingle. Babadoo, 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 ba. Jingle! Hello and welcome back oh, to it, yeah. this week's show. Honestly. Christopher, what? I'm not being funny. Right. Un- like, there's gonna, it's going to be no different to any other episode. Right. We need to make it a little bit Christmassy. So that's, and jingle that's bells it. That's what you're doing. Make things Christmassy. Right. Okay, okay. I'm not so playing got... it the whole way through. It's, okay. only, it's got 11 seconds left. Okay, let's just end Merry Christmas. Right. Don't know what voice that was. That's what Santa sounds like. <laughs> Did you not know? Right, ready? Two, one. Right, there you go. That's all I'm cool. doing. So now. I hope you all had a good Christmas. It's <laughs> over now. <laughs> Rosie's jingle bells have stopped playing through our tinny fucking phone speakers. <laughs> Honestly, the production on this is shocking. Honestly, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm embarrassed to put my name in it when you're just holding your phone up at the, at the microphone. Like I've said this before, it. Chris, I can't believe that we're still at the top of the charts. No. So do you know what? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Fair point. People would shit themselves if we started having really good production value yeah. on these podcasts. They'd be like. What's this? Well, we did it. Who we, are these? We so did a I'm gig the other day, didn't we? We did like a corporate gig on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was us. It was, um, there was like a few different things on. There was like a host and the host were like, the hosts were in a studio somewhere and they were getting filmed. They had like a bingo machine and yeah. they were putting all this stuff on. It was all going to the people who worked with the company. It was going into their homes, obviously. Then a bander man was on before us. And he had like the most incredible setup. Like, talk about guys. If you think you've seen a Zoom background, he had fucking like music video moments. He's he's like at one point he had like three heads and yeah. he's rapping and singing. And then it just cut to us and we just sat at a table and just <laughs> chatted shit. I was I was I was embarrassed. 
the, the produ- we had no production whatsoever. You grabbed yeah, you quickly when you saw how good a Banderman's thing was, you ran into the other room and grabbed the, <laughs> the, mirror, the, ball. the mirror ball that you used for the Strictly parties and you just sat with that on your knee, but we had we had a fucking ring light on, so you couldn't even see that. Do you know what Eesh. it is, though? Let's not put ourselves down because at the end of the day, we are live performers. Yeah. This has just come of something else. Yeah. I'm not we're not trying to be something that we're not. We're not big production value. Yeah. We can't be doing all of the on computers and that. I haven't got a clue. Yeah. You I told me to back my phone up the stuff. other day and I was like, oh, I don't know horrible. what you're talking about. You, you honestly getting you that new phone is one of the worst things I've done. Yeah, I hate just, it. Just constant. I hate just, it. Oh your laptop. Give us back me Nokia. Yeah. Your laptops you've got so many icons on the desktop. I don't know what laptop. an icon is. Other Great. than like folders. Like just use some Kylie folders. Minogue. Put stuff into folders. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm not saying can't even know because your background. Just put stuff in folders. Just It's cluttered. Your desktop's cluttered. Don't care. I know where everything is. Give your screen a wipe as well. It's manky. What have you been doing? I know. Well, I don't again, even know. The what? other day, I, I, I haven't even. Uh, this should be a beef, but I shouldn't. I've just, I've just, I've just remembered it now. Okay. I was scarred for life. You were making dinner the other day, which mm-hmm. is lovely. You make dinner. I put Robin to bed and you were making mm-hmm. dinner. I came down. You were. On like we've got like a, a six burner hob. Yeah. On the far right of the hob, you had the wok, and you were yeah. making the noodles. And on the far left <laughs> of the hob, on the fucking hob, was your laptop. Yeah. Sitting there, like the heat could have been transferring through the metal. Like it's portable. But why have you got it on a hob? You put you've got it in the bath. It's honestly, I can't believe that laptop's still alive. Well, I'm sorry, but what's the point in having one? If you can't take it places right. and you can't look at it and you can't use it, what's right. the point? Oh, I've got to be sat with. Oh, what, I've got to have it on me lap all the time. Hence the name. Stupid. Right. Um. Do you, uh, you know what? We've never we've never broached this either. While oh, we're on the subject of really? slagging you off, do, 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 well, tell the ladies and gentlemen where you store your laptop most of the time. <laughs> I knew you. I knew you hated. I hate it, I it so much. So, guys, right? You, in our, you, have you ever seen Rosie's Instagram videos or anything? Above the coffee machine, right? We've got like on the wall. We've got like an old-fashioned kind of like a, a plate, plate rack. A plate rack on the wall, like the old-fashioned <laughs> one. They used to put it above to dry them on, but you just put the plates on. Rosie keeps a laptop in <laughs> one of the dockets of the plate rack next to the fucking plates. I don't see so anything wrong with that. Literally, sometimes if I'm like making some toast, I will reach up and grab your laptop and be like, oh no, that's not a plate in the plate rack. In the plate rack, that's a fucking MacBook Pro. Right, well, you could use it as a plate. It was expensive. Right. Might as well get some use out of it. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly. And you ah, you never said anything and yeah, I knew it does me you. Nothing. Does me nothing. Well, I, I, personally, I think it's genius. Because right. it's just there, and it's yeah. not in the way. It's not mm. down on a surface, so you don't put anything on it. It's like right. upright like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a well, fan. It gives us anxiety. Not a fan. Don't like it. It's not. It's staying there. So mm. what are you gonna do? Mm. Nothing. That's yeah, what you're not gonna do. You might use it as a chopping board. Say, say, oh, you like that? Honestly, get some use out of it. <laughs> Waste of money. So obviously this is the Christmas special for 2020, mm. and uh, we uh, we off. Uh, you know what? I am actually feeling very Christmassy. Me too. Because we've got all the trees up, we've got the decorations up in the house, and mm. we went to the garden centre the other day. We did. Um, and we got we, we've got quite a lot of Christmas stuff going on now. What do you mean? Well, we've got the little. I don't know if anyone's seen them, but there's these little Christmas houses that you can get where they're like just little. We've got like a little cottage and the lights come on inside it and that's on a table and next to it there's yeah. a little pub thing. But we bought, I'm like over the moon. I'm like addicted to the one that we bought the other day. Okay, I have different feelings, but that's fine. Right, why? It saddens us. Right. It does sadden me a little bit. I know what you're about to say. It saddens me a little bit yeah, as well. Yeah, we right. have introduced into our home something that we are currently not allowed to do. Yeah. 
So it's a <laughs> I can't look at it. So it's a big sort of Christmas um like sort of there's a pub on one side and another it's like a sort of big model house is the best way I can describe it, guys. And then in it's got an outside bit and there's a little tree and there's magnets that run around yeah. under it. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's not magnets, magic. Um magic makes all the little people walk around. And it plays a Christmas song, but also there's like people chatting in the street. It like plays the noise. People in the pubs. People in the pub. It plays a noise in them chatting. It's like I love the Christmas decorations this year. And it's like yes, and the trees. Trees big. It actually does. No, I think you're right. It's tier. We've got tier one. Yeah, we've got it. We've got a tier one model in our in our hallway. (laughs) And I have to look. We've got tier one decorations in tier three. It's disgusting, (laughs) honestly, Chris. I can't look at it. It's really sad. I do love it, but I do hate it at the same time. They yeah, come on right. in the middle, they're like, happy holidays. <laughs> Chattanooga, I'm like, guys, you are killing us here. One of them actually, one of them, he goes, oh, it's cold out today. I'm in need of a hot coffee. That's what he says. And yeah. I literally feel like going, you're fucking, you're whinging about the cold yet. Wait, wheel 2020 exactly. hits you, bitch. Yeah, because they've all got older clothes on. They're not 2020 nah, yet. They're, it's, it's like, it's coming. it looks about 1930s. Yeah, after this, you were going through it in a skip. I'm tempted. <laughs> I'm honestly tempted. Because it's just. But I, you know, we did get a little a little train that goes around the tree. We got that. That's nice. That's nice. That one's good. Our train's yeah, still a thing. Our train's, train's still going. Still, trains are still going. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, Great. Yeah, that's all good. So Glad everyone's not going anywhere. Hey, this jolly Christmas episode's <laughs> going well. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Um, yeah, well, we can't not talk about it because mm-hmm. a lot, of, most of the country is now in tier three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Do you know what it is? We were we've been in tier three for for the, our whole lives, but <laughs> since I was born, I was yeah. born in tier three. You and mainly adopted tier three. We were born in tier three, <laughs> and now you know a lot of Londoners and a, a lot of the rest of the country is. And I'm not I'm not happy that they are. No, you'd th- no, you'd not think we'd be going. Ah, oh, well, yeah, you're here now. I'm really not. I was I'm, buzzing for them. I'm, yeah, I was I'm gutted for, for everyone. So, but anyway, listen, we're not going to go down that road mm. because we have. Let this get on top of us loads, haven't we, Chris? Yes. Us too. But we are genuinely looking forward to Christmas. And you know what? Everybody, don't be ashamed to be able to look forward to Christmas because yes. it's been a really hard year. Everyone has been really safe and been trying really hard. Mm-hmm. So, personally, from us, enjoy your flipping Christmas. Have a bloody Merry Christmas. Just people. be be sensible and be aware of the situation yeah. and. Just be careful and look after each other and enjoy yourself you know because you deserve a bit of enjoyment. Exactly. Gosh, it's punching the air oh, here. Honestly, I'm, I'm because scared. it's like, you know, we're, we're getting chastised for wanting to look forward to something, but that's how we survive as a race, human race. We have to have things to look forward to because if we didn't, what what would be the point in surviving? Just want to interject here and say Rosie's not a doctor or a scientist, um, and she's not an, evo- find e- that. an evolutionist. I, um, I do believe Charles Darwin didn't ever talk about anything in his uh, in his, his his theory of life. You tell about... me that's not in there somewhere. Well, yeah, well, cavemen would have just died out, but fucking Easter was round the corner, <laughs> so they kept going. <laughs> Why do you think birthdays are a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, but you went really bizarre with it. But I know as a society, I think is what you meant, not Honestly, a human race. Okay, right, human race may have been a little bit extreme. I mean, it's just no, no, it's not. It's not. It's human. Oh, it's God. the human when race. When did the um the uh, mammals uh, that the, uh, the the primates that humans uh, evolved from? When did they uh, develop the opposable thumb? Well, it was when the new Christmas crackers were coming out. 
fucking moron. They needed something to evolve to. <laughs> How we're gonna get? Hey, Christmas is around the corner. You heard that new thing? How we're gonna pull crackers with our opposable thumbs? Right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. Hey, we got. Oh no, we've got eyes on either side of our head. How we're gonna look through kaleidoscopes at Christmas? Right. Quick. Evolve binocular vision. Quick. Yep. Lunatic, but I understand the sentiment. <sighs> I but I'll tell you what, right? Speaking <laughs> about enjoying Christmas, right? Yes. You know how we're allowed to mix? With yes. The, what, what is it? Four households or something are allowed to mix? Three. Three households mm. at Christmas time for mm-hmm. that week. Mm-hmm. Rosie, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm getting stressed about it. What? Did you ever have, did you you ever have MySpace? Yes. Can you remember trying to decide oh, who was you in your top friends? friends? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> I don't know how to pick. <laughs> and then if I go, I, like, I don't want to put myself out there and go, hey, do you want to be one of our households? <laughs> like, no, sorry, we've already picked other houses. You didn't pick us. What? Oh, Chris, <sighs> what if we get left on our own? What if everyone else picks other households and it's just us on our own? Oh, don't. Uh, don't. <laughs> Honestly, that would, that would kill us. That, was t- that would tip us over the edge. If every Has everyone... Have we got a bubble? Have we got oh, ass people? See, what happens? Is there a card? Have they done cards? <laughs> do you want to come see us at Christmas? <laughs> Want to come visit our family? Oh. And uh, yeah, so Christmas, get that out of the way, have a no. lovely time. And then I am, I'm locking myself away, Chris. Yeah, lock myself away. Lock myself away before the baby comes. Before we get the baby yeah. popping out of you. Yeah. So that's exciting. Okay, cool. So good. <laughs> so, very, yeah, very Merry Christmas. And good luck picking who's going to be in your Christmas bubble or bauble, as it may be called. That's nice. Christmas it's a bauble. nice spin on it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> babadoo, 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 ba. Just really quickly, this isn't Christmas related at all. Sorry, can't turn. No, no, we'll delete this out. What do you mean it's <laughs> no. a Christmas? I've got a, I've got a hat, Santa hat on, and there's no. not you saying stuff that's okay, not Christmas right, related. Everything else is, but I just wanted to say oh. I've had a lot of emails recently. I've had a lot of emails, Chris, recently, right. and it's been follow up emails from emails that people have sent previously, yeah. begging us not to read the email out. Really? Yeah, I've had quite a few of them. So if you have sent them in. We, pr- I promise you, we will not read your email out. So Why? don't well, worry. So people have changed their minds. Yeah, <laughs> I think people have sent them in and then gone. Oh shit. Yeah. Like I will get in trouble if obviously as we keep everything anonymous. Same chain, as long as it's on the same chain, if yes. it's underneath the one you sent, then yeah, we'll don't you know, worry. We won't read it out. The only reason I'm saying that is because I would lose sleep. Yeah. If I'd have sent something in and then told you that I'd sent it in, you're like, what? Kicking yeah. off, I would lose sleep thinking, oh my word, they're going to read this out, they're going to read this out. So I just wanted to reassure everyone, we wouldn't do that, do you? I promise. I know we're piss takers, yeah. but we genuinely wouldn't do that. Okay. Do you know what it'll be? Yeah. It'll be people that have sent it, they'll have gone, oh, I listen to this podcast. Oh, I like this podcast. Oh, this is good. Oh, I've discovered this new podcast. I'll send this in. And then they've spoke to people and realised that a lot of people they know listen as yeah. well. And they'll be like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I sent that story about you. Being a dirty rotter, yeah. you listen to this podcast exactly, so or or even better, someone's gone. Do you listen to podcast? I listen as well, yeah. And there's been a moment of silence, and they've went, "Don't you ever tell them that story <laughs> about yeah. us?" By the way, and they've gone, "Yeah, I wouldn't. I just need to go on my phone for something completely unrelated for a few minutes. Bear with." <laughs> So there you are. Yeah, we don't even name people when they when we say when you say we can name you, we normally don't name you anyway, just in case. Yeah, ho ho ho. Babadoo 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 ba. Christmas mysteries. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It's got to do with Christmas. Christmas. This is going to run out before the theme tune. 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 Tune
Mysteries, 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 mysteries. Honestly, that was... The elves deliver the presents. The presents, the presents. Ridiculous. So, I knew you were about <laughs> to start... you going to ruin that. I knew you were about to start your Rosie's Mysteries theme, <laughs> right? I knew you were going to start the music, and I was prepared to kick off. Like, jokingly, I was going to kick off because it wasn't Christmas-themed, and then you went and hide the bells over the... I've got... Honest... I'll give you that. Thank you. Good effort. Good effort. <laughs> she nearly broke her back leaning into the microphone while holding the laptop and the phone as well. you know what it is, right, actually? I do need to learn how to mix sounds. I can do videos. Yeah, yeah. I, no, you're I'm, very good on your phone. On I'm Instagram, good on Instagram, yeah. but I can't do sounds. So I do actually need... I might speak to Daisy and be like, Daisy, how do I do this? Oh, God, but, don't, because I'll have to tidy up when you've done it. No, don't. Just keep doing no. that. It's, it's good. It's, it's, it's charming. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a mystery. Hi, Rosie and Chris. Or what? You could have called them a mistletoe Oh, why are you doing that? Because I've already had loads of emails. Somebody was like, you can call the Chris mysteries. And I was like, yeah. that's <laughs> shocking. Oh, that that's... I think mistletoe is really good. Mis- that doesn't work. Well, you don't work. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Great. Hi, Rosie and Chris. Yeah. After hearing that you were looking for Christmas stories, I had to write in to tell you my traumatising one. Ooh. Please keep me anonymous, as my mum would kill me for sharing this okay. story. When I was about 15, 16, my mum had gone out one Saturday in the town to do some Christmas shopping. When she came home, she asked me, would you like to see what I got in town today? Me, thinking she had been out getting in some Christmas shopping, gifts for the family, etc., said, yeah, go on then. Worst decision of my life. She lay on the couch, legs akimbo. Shut the fuck up. And showed me. Vajazzle. No. A Christmas vajazzle. Nearly. Did she get a Christmas. What? What? Uh, what a, a Brazilian. Well, what are you going with? You need to pick. Tattoo. What are you going with? Tattoo. No. Flap piercing. She's got her flaps pierced. Very close. Oh. She lay on the couch, legs akimbo, and showed me her new Christmas clit piercing. Ah, oh, I said that. <laughs> That's right. That was what I meant. I'm not a bloody physician. I'm not a biologist. I'm not. I meant that. Fla- you said flaps. Well, the road's on top of the flaps, isn't no, it? No, Chris, Chris, I'm glad we haven't got daughters. Why? Because there's a lots of areas of the vulva that you need to oh, learn. Oh, hey, man. No. Anyway, she's never been more traumatised in her life. That's her... A man, she wants shot. She wants locked up. Not, I'm not against Christmas clit piercings. Get yourself away, fill your boots. I mean, any time you... Listen, remember, clit piercings, for, not just for Christmas, it's for life. However, what are you showing your daughter for, you pervert? Well, this is the thing, right? It's the only piercing, really, other than on a penai, that you can't really show anyone, can you? You can tell people. Yeah. But you can't, you can't be like, do you want to see me new piercing? And show everyone. So there's only one person Chuck a show, which was her daughter. What's you lie on the couch? What's you not lift us? What's you lying down for? I don't know. That's honest. If honestly, <laughs> I, like everyone's Merry got Christmas. everyone, everyone's got different uh, relationships with their parents. Yeah. And they've obviously got a very open. You know what I mean? Like my mum wouldn't just do that to me out of nowhere because no. we don't have that kind of relationship. But mm. she's obviously got. Do you know what I mean? We're talking about. We've talked about it in the past. In the past, we're up here now in Bath with your mum territory, I think. This is the kind of relationship they must have. At 15, 16. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the person who bathed with their mum? I bathed with my mum for years. Weird. 
But remember the person who wrote in saying oh, they still when did she, it? Oh, when they were older, yeah. yeah. So I'm talking this must be this kind yeah. of thing. Well, no, well, the thing is, me and my mum are extremely close. Yeah. Like, see each other nearly every day, very close. Yeah. I, I'd die if she showed me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wh- what? Have then, you not seen your mum's? No. Oh, it's lovely. It's really oh, nice. You are <laughs> awful. <laughs> Honestly, don't. You must be no. the only one who hasn't seen it. Really? Yeah, Postman's seen it. Everyone. Um, I did miss <laughs> Nana's Boxing Day party last year. That was it. That was the was big that unveiling. Was when she got it out? That was the big unveiling. I knew it. I knew there was something going mm. on. Everyone was there. Oh, what a, what a party. Well, I put miss. my phones in a little bag like when you, so no one took a photo of it, like when you go to a Dave Chappelle gig. <laughs> Ridiculous. Babadoo, 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 ba. It's time for What's Your Beef? What's Your Beef? What's your beef? What's your beef? Your money's worth of these, aren't you? What's your beef? What's your beef? What's your beef? What's your beef? Did you pay for that jingle? No. 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 So it's just all, it's just all free. It's paying for itself now. Just isn't it? got them on the internet. Got you. I genuinely was yeah. a little bit worried that we might get sued for the first one. I d- I but it's said. What for jingle bells? Some no, no, they were free jingles. They were like right. radio jingles. Ah, okay, okay. Free. Oh, Got you covered. Good. Nobody right. listens to this anyway. Imagine what a shitty thing to get sued for. Would of all you? the stuff we've done and said, imagine getting sued and cancelled for using someone's fucking jingle bells. Do you know what? Twenty twenty is the year for it. <laughs> it really is, to isn't me. it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Talk, cancel the take your house. I know. Do you know what somebody <laughs> said to me today? Actually, what? Well, because did I tell you that last night I nearly packed my hospital bag? I've told you. Yes, I'm. I'm very aware. Yeah, got up in the middle of the night. Genuinely thought I was going into labour. Yeah. Got three weeks left. Thought I was going into labour. Shit me pants. Um, went to pack me hospital bag. Didn't yeah. wake you up because I didn't want to panic yet. Weird. Weird that you didn't wake me up. Thought well, you went to pack your hospital bag and didn't wake me up. Yeah, I really need to pack my hospital bag. So I just went to pack it. But before I did, I went and sat on the toilet yeah. and um, I farted. It was a pump. It yeah. was trap wind. Pump. Felt completely better. Yeah. Went back to bed. Absolutely fine. So, you know what? Thank you for not waking us up. If you'd woke me up for a fart, yeah. that would be up there with yeah. the worst reasons to be woken up in the world. Chris, can I just tell you though? So painful. Yeah. Felt a little bit like labour, like labour pains. It was really? really bad. Really, really bad. I was a little bit scared. I've okay? had trap wind, so you're telling me that's what it's like. <sighs> don't even. <laughs> don't. Do you uh, want, uh, would you like a Christmas he, did punch? He, did he have me nervous? Now? <laughs> <laughs> I was very nervous. Um, but anyway. I put that on Instagram and somebody messaged saying, I have a feeling that you're going to have your baby in 2020. Genuinely made us a little bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to have to write it. Yeah. Don't want to have to write it on stuff. No disrespect to anyone whose children have been born in 2020. Yeah. But I'm nearly at well, the end of it so now. because we're so close, yeah. I'm, I'm near the end. Yeah. I'm like, look, uh, I, I just want to write 21. Yeah. So I don't have to think I about agree. this year ever again. I agree. Anyway, beefs. Yeah. What's your beef? Well, I mean, I've got it. My, my first beef with you there is just because how insensitive that is because I've got to think about it, 2020, all the way until 2022 because that's where me too has been rescheduled for. I still can't believe that you keep the name <clears throat> called 2020. Unbelievable, isn't it? Ridiculous. Yeah, guys, I probably should have said this earlier in the, in the podcast, actually. My 2020 spring tour, which has now been moved to 2021, has, if you listen to this on Friday, it's now been announced that we'll move it again to 2022. Oh, my. The, sp- the fucking 2022 will happen. I mean, hopefully, everything crossed, the- it'll happen autumn. Autumn 21 will be what was the second leg of the tour, will now become the first leg of the tour. Yeah. Then the end of the 2022 will happen in 2022. Oh, Chris, I hope so. Crazy. What? What? Crazy. Anyway. 
So they were good. You are so unemployed. It's mad, isn't it? You need to get a motherfucking job. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> well, speaking of jobs, I tell you what, this rolls a straight on at me beef because I used to be a stand-up comedian, didn't I? My beef with mm. you is, right, and it's ongoing and it's just annoying because I just have to put up with it, but my beef with you is I used to be a stand-up comedian, quite a successful stand-up comedian I was. Yeah. Now, I'm a fucking cameraman <laughs> for your Instagram. <laughs> filming all kinds wow. of waffle as you wow. sell any old shite on the internet. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare. I have done some lucrative, lucrative, really, really well-known brand like sponsors. I am like so chuffed with the ads that I've done yeah. recently. Mm. They yeah. are good them. shit. Yeah, good. Yes, you have filmed them yeah. and you whinge all the way through. But yeah. you know what, Chris? What? Who's bringing in the moolah? Yeah. Eh? Me. Well, I never, I never brought it up when it was just me bringing in the moolah. You flipping did. No, you I, absolutely I, 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 did. dare you. Oh, you did. I carried you all the way through. These coattails are fucking, honestly, you, they're like cinder did. blocks. <laughs> You did. Uh, I, I, I kind of. It's when you spring it on us. It's where if you go look when you film that advert tonight, I'm like absolutely. But it's when you just like literally, I don't know, do some something, and you're like, oh, can you quickly film this? And I'm like, oh, I was just about to do something else, but then I've just got to like, Listen. I've just. It's like I'm in a little box, a little break glass. If you need something fucking videoed thing, and I just pop out and just video you yeah. doing something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember though when I had Robin and yeah. you went on tour yeah. and I quit my job to be a full time mom? Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. That was a big glass that I broke. Yeah. 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 So well. get back in your box. Yeah. Shut your shit. Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. Got another beef as well, actually. No, I don't want another beef. Oh, okay. What was it, little? It's really little. Cool. You keep leaving your manky little crusty Gaviscon spoons everywhere, and I'm fucking <laughs> sick of it. There was one stuck at the table this morning. Pack it in. I say I won there. She's got nothing to come back there. Because she <laughs> smashed us for the last one. I had to do that one. There you go. Honestly, <laughs> get a life. Right, I've got two. Two? Yep. Greedy. You and Robin keep eating the advent calendar. Yeah. Every yeah, yeah, day yeah. Yeah. I come down. Oh, because you're always whinging about your blooming gavis. Well, I can't eat. I'm trying not to eat much chocolate because it makes well, us ill. you're welcome. No, but you know what? It doesn't go out of date. And come when the baby comes, I could fin- I could demolish that advent calendar. <laughs> So leave it alone. Right, okay. And you're not teaching them nothing by letting them always eat mine. Right. Spoiled well, what am I supposed shit. to do? Let him eat mine? No, let him. He's got his own. Yeah, but he wants another one. No. <laughs> another one here. Pregnancy related. Oh, right. Okay. Just, you're pregnant? Yeah, absolutely. So the other morning, <laughs> I said to you, I said, obviously, because it's getting a lot closer and I'm just not sleeping very well. Mm-hmm. I'm waking up in the middle oh, of the God. night. So I said to you, Chris, oh, I'm just, I'm not sleeping well. And I said, am I, I said, yeah, am I asleep in the middle of the night? Because I can't tell whether I'm awake or I'm asleep because I just feel like I'm in this lucid sort of yeah. whatever. And you said, you were like, hey, Rosie, honestly, me too. And this is exactly what you said. You said, do you know what I think it is? I think it's our brains preparing us. And you said, <laughs> to which I replied, Chris, there's literally nothing happening to your body. You are fucking unbelievable. <laughs> Why would your brain be it knows preparing a you? It, yeah, right, but there's physically nothing going on in your body. Yeah, but at your all. brain's different, isn't it? My brain knows there's a baby coming. I think I'm just waking up in the middle of the night, going, "Oh yeah, you might have to be up at some point." Wow. Oh well, it's either that, Rosie. I'm either waking up because I know there's a baby coming, or someone's taking fucking selfies in bed in the dark, <laughs> and there's flashes happening because she can't sleep. Someone naming no names because she can't sleep, lying in the dark on Instagram, taking photos of herself like a fucking head case. <laughs> And it's like, I feel like, oh, lightning. Oh, no, it's my wife taking middle-of-the-night selfies next to us in bed. <laughs> Stupid dick. 
Hashtag content. Sick of it. <laughs> That's how you know, by the way. I don't know if I'm sleeping. I'm not Chris. I don't know if I'm sleeping. Well, I'll tell you what, right? When you're not taking selfies, you're fucking asleep. Prick. Oh, I thought I had a good one there. But no. Stay Absolutely done it. Honestly. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Babadoo, 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 ba. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It's time for questions from the public. From the public, 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 dashing through the snow, <laughs> and a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, I'll get you that. I'll get you that. Over fields okay. we go, laughing all the way. Don't do the laugh. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I've got, I'll tell you right now, right? Beefs with beefs with the world here. Mm. I don't like the laugh. Why? I don't like I don't like the laugh on that laughing or when everyone's ah <laughs> don't like it and I hate it when people sing uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and shout like a light bulb and oh, all that. Honestly, hate it. You are the hate complete it. opposite Stop of me. Spoiling Christmas classics. <laughs> They're my favourite bits. Nah, like Pinocchio. Like they used to like call him Monopoly. names. Like play games like Pinocchio, like Monopoly. Nah. Were you not, it. Stop it. Were it's you not good just over the moon when you learned those bits? I never learned them until I heard your stupid family doing them and I still don't like it. And you know what? You know what? COVID's been horrible and 2020's been horrible, but at least I don't have to go to that house on Boxing Day. At least listen to those bastards ruin that song. And you can listen to that. Oh, Rosie's family, I mean that. Oh, really? Don't have really? to listen to you all ruin that song. Oh, let me just let me Stop all tell you it. why we're not having the party on Boxing Day because my 83 year old Nana is vulnerable to COVID. She's vulnerable How to shitty you? songs. She's vulnerable <laughs> to shitty songs getting ruined. That's why. How dare you? They dare zoom me and try and sing that song, all of them. Tell you what, honestly, how to ruin a classic. Bastards. Anyway. <laughs> What's happening? This is the worst Christmas special ever. It's really Christmassy and festive, but there's also a really, really sort of bitter, nasty undertone, yeah. which is my, my favourite way to work. It's Guys, as always, if you want to get in touch at chagmarinerod at gmail.com, but a personal massive thank you from Rosie to everyone for the Christmas stories that they've been sending. You said yes. you're really happy with it, aren't We've you? had some absolute bangers. Yeah. Really, really good ones. Um, I'm excited about this. Christmas questions and stories. 
But it's always stories. They're yeah. hardly ever questions. By the way, guys, don't email shagbrownandnode at gmail.com with any more Christmas stuff until next year. It's just normal stuff from here on in, yeah? So there you go. Don't tell them what to do. Hi, Chris and Rosie. Hope you're both as well as you can be in this shitty time. Happy days. There we are. Boom. Before Christmas, when I was around 13, my older sister asked me to do her a favour. She asked me if I could borrow my best friend's camera and take some festive, sexy photos of her to put on a calendar as a Christmas present for her boyfriend. Proper fucking weird. I'm going to get get in here early. I'm going to get in here early and say, (laughs) asking your 13-year-old sister or brother? Uh, Sisters. Had to be sisters, yeah. Oh, God. Borrow, borrow a camera as well. Hey, do you want to take them photos on a borrowed camera? I do, yes, definitely. Well, I'm guessing this is before Jeez. camera phones and stuff. So they'll have, Don't so tell us I had to go to Boots and get them bloody... Possibly. <laughs> they'll have been... Did you not have the one friend who got a digital camera before everyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, have, yeah. They'll have had to ask that friend Great. to borrow the You know what they'll be in their camera. dads. <laughs> Prob- possibly. Yeah. Ooh, that SD card. My sister is quite strange, so this request wasn't completely abnormal behaviour of her. So picture this, or you might not want to actually. I'm standing taking photos of my sister in this festive lingerie in front of our big Christmas tree in the dining room. Jeez, in the the (laughs) dining room. Santa's watching. (laughs) She then says, I know, I'll get naked and wrap some lights around me. Next thing you know, I was helping her wrap these lights around her. Weirdest thing I know. Wow. I was thinking, you do not look sexy. You look like a burrito. <laughs> she couldn't move her arms at all. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I love it, though. Oh. I secretly love it. Whose because... thing is that? Do you know what I love? Naked lasses wrapped in Christmas lights. Who so knows? Weird. But people do it's stuff like, like this, sexy you know. barbed wire. <laughs> people do stuff like this. Right. People do sexy wedding shoots and that, don't ah, they? I can't get my head around it. As well, a calendar as well. Getting a, getting a boyfriend a sexy Christmas... Ca- you got to put your calendar on your wall. Where's he going to put it? Exactly. Mm. Ugh. Anyway, how are we? Here we go. Anyway, I was snapping away and then my dad... Yes, my dad wow. comes into the dining Fanta- room. Of course he did. It's the din- family dining room. <laughs> my sister shit herself and tried to hide, but could not because she was wrapped in fucking Christmas tree lights. <laughs> trying to hide? <laughs> Turn the lights off so we can't see us. Oh, fuck. <laughs> she ended up rolling onto the floor and pulling the plug out and nearly tipping the tree over. My dad... <laughs> <laughs> simply said, okay, and walked out the room. Wow. Do you know what, actually, do you know what I just got really annoyed at? Well, She took the lights off the tree. It sounds like she's taken them she's from the tree. ripped them half off the tree and wrapped them around her naked body in the dining room. I hate her. Honestly, when Robin removes one ornament from the tree, I'm raging. <laughs> oh, horrible. Oh, oh, God, I'm not looking forward to having teenagers. Like, oh. Funny, though, isn't it? That dad as well, can I just say, he's mm. seen some shit. What he got to walk into the dining room, the family dining room, and see your one daughter taking photos of the other daughter naked, wrapped in lights, and go, okay, and walk back yeah. out. That's the tip of the iceberg of what he's seen. Yeah. Poor yeah. bloke. She sounds Poor yeah, bloke. Bit, a bit intense. What would my dad do? I wonder. I think my dad would possibly do the same. I mean, I'd have some questions. <laughs> I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to ask what was... I'd have to ask. What, do you, what would you ask? I'd be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Whose camera is that? Who's going to put them back on the tree? Why are you naked? 
What if you got electrocuted? What the fuck's wrong with you? Where's that been? Yeah, none of you are getting anything for Christmas. <laughs> babadoo, 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 ba. This one, I think, will cause a little debate between us, but I think we'll be on the same side. Okay. Okay. Not a debate then, but carry on. Not a debate at all, actually. What? What is it? A discussion? Maybe. I don't know. We'll no. see. Okay. <laughs> Dear Rosie and Chris, Original lovers of the podcast here, we've been loving listening to you for more than a year now. We have even listened to you in labour, and our baby is called Rosie, born right at the start of lockdown. Isn't that nice? Fucking as if you needed any more smugness in your life. Oh, get lost! Guys, stop doing stuff for fucking naming your children. Oh, sorry, Mr. Shit Name. No one's naming the (laughs) babies Christopher, are they? Mr. Eh? Shit Name! What a shit name. Aye, sorry. Wow. So, oh, I, haven't, I haven't had any emails saying, oh, love the podcast, and, just had a little boy. And here's the smugness. Chris. And here's the smugness I was talking about. No, just what I needed this. You'll be the next Gary, you will. Your name will die out soon. Really? Well, wow. Oh, who, when was the last Christopher born? Well, well done on offending all the Garys. How, di- how <laughs> Gary's died you? out. It's died out. Nobody's named the kid Gary. It's true. Oh. Tell me when the last Christopher was born. Do you know I any Christophers? Know. I, I, mean, don't. I don't know. I'm, uh, Rosie, I'm sorry. I don't keep track of all babies born with my name. <laughs> and I guarantee that's something you would do, to be fair. Isn't it? Well, I knew when I had my maiden name, Winter, mm-hmm. I knew that there was only nine Rosie Winters in the whole world. So weird. Why? No, no, gosh. That? Oh, my goodness. No, there was only there was only nine Rosie Winters, but I was the only Rosemary Winter because my real name's Rosemary. How did you know? How did you find that out? Uh, Google. Ridiculous. I don't. One, I don't believe it. Two, what an arrogant thing to be googling. <laughs> Why? Oh me? Who oh, I'll see how many me there is. Oh my! They got oh me! Like fucking like the worst remake of <laughs> oh, Highlander I'm sorry. ever. I'm sorry, but let us just have something. This was when I was just a struggling entertainer <laughs> singing in the socials, and I thought, you know what? Right. There's only nine of me. <laughs> <sighs> Bet there's loads of Christopher Ramseys. Right. And to be fair, you sullied my name when I married you. There's tons of Rosie Ramseys. Is there? Oh, I loads. Ooh, common name then. Mm-hmm. Proper common. Damn I have a mystery from my childhood that I thought you may enjoy, but it's not a Rosie's Mysteries. It's okay. Not what? Rosie's Mystery. There's loads of them. <laughs> this is just a normal just Mysteries. A normal mystery. There's only nine Rosie's Mysteries. Oh, shut up. <laughs> My family used to have Christmas Day in the Canary Islands every year. Crikey. Isn't that nice? Oh, the other half live, eh? Uh, would you go abroad for, for Christmas? For Christmas, no. No? No, don't think I'd like to. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with Kevin McAllister Why one on Home Alone 2. Why they're going to Florida for Christmas where there's no snow and there's no Christmas trees. I mean, I know there's no snow here, but it's nice to be a bit, you know. Um, I would this year. Would you? Are you kidding me? Anyway. Yeah. If somebody said, oh, here's a little ticket to... Bermuda for Christmas. Bem- why Would Bermuda? Would you like to go? Well, why not Bermuda? Why oh, can't no. I choose where I'm imaginarily going? It's weird that going? you pulled that one out of the... Right, okay. Bermuda. Okay, it's, it's hot there, isn't it? Uh, I don't Barbados? know. Barbados? Maybe, yes. Something else with a B. Okay. Maybe Australia, where, <laughs> Australia, where there's no COVID restrictions actually, whatsoever. Right. And it's hot well, as well. yeah, I'd go. If yeah. I wasn't having this baby, we'd probably be there now. Okay, cool. Well, Just saying. Again, you've ruined Christmas. Well, so have you. You stuck your dick in us. Actually, I was aiming for the shortbread. <laughs> Just, it's just an accident. <laughs> anyway, so they used to have it in the Canary Islands every year, and it was mainly so my mum could avoid my dad's family. Excellent. And so we used to do fake Christmas the week before the real event. 
Brilliant. One morning, I was about eight years old. My little brother and I woke early, full of the joys of Christmas. We were sent downstairs to play until a more respectable time by our parents, and so we headed into the front room to see what Santa had brought us. Now, in our family, this is where this really upsets us, mm. we are not allowed to open our presents until after breakfast. Mental. When we're all dressed. Hate that. We even take it in turns to open them. It goes on forever. And well, that's not... They're going in... The taking in turns is nice. But after breakfast... Yeah. And it says we're absolutely not allowed to open anything until we're all ready. Wow. That's, that's torture. You know, some families do it after dinner. Yeah. 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 Was that? That was it. That was... That was a burp. A you burp. sounded like you were bursting into tears. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. I just feel for them. Um, total acid reflux. But yeah, also very sad because I, I went to school with someone who used to wait until our grandparents got there after Christmas lunch. Nah, nah. And no I was way. like, you nah. don't what open What do you do for the morning? What do you do? Until two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Nah, that no chance. Horrible. No, no chance. No. But that's the thing. For after, so they, these people you're talking about now, they, they don't open them until they're all ready and after breakfast. Mm-hmm. So what? So let's so all ready and after breakfast, time frames here. So someone could have you could have a banana and hide yesterday's clothes on without getting a wash. Yeah. Bang. Ready. But someone else in your family could be having a fry up mm. and ironing a fucking suit. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh no. Dry blow dry a lot of people do curls in their hair on Christmas. Forget it. Forget so you'd it. have to wait for all no of that. No chance. Horrible. I'd open theirs. Yeah. So me and my brother were throwing a Santa beanie baby around and it fell behind the armchair. I went to retrieve it only to find a shiny new scooter with a big bow on it. The scooter was at the top of my brother's Christmas wish wish list. He was very excited and we had a very good look at all its features, totally against the no opening presents policy. Wow. Being young and innocent, we then rushed upstairs to tell our parents what we had found. We were all in their bedroom, even the dog when we heard a big bang from downstairs. It was like a loud popping sound. My mum, followed by my brother, went to investigate and came upstairs two minutes later to tell us that the scooter had disappeared. What the hell? My mum claimed it was because we had peeked at the presents before present opening time and Father Christmas had to come and take it back as (gasps) a consequence. What the hell? Now, eight-year-old me was already questioning the old Santa theory anyway, so I went to check and it had totally disappeared. Anyway, we later opened our presents at the correct time and my brother was feeling particularly disappointed that it hadn't reappeared. Some tears were shed. Of course there were. And my parents tried to reassure him that Santa would know that finding it was a mistake and he would bring it back at some point. This, do you know Christmas? What the fuck? Can we just clarify? Christmas Day is the one day that I like to just relax parenting because you have to do it all through the year. These these guys are like shit hot on it, even on Christmas Day. Right. Like like the whole consequence thing, like you found that present before you were allowed to open it and Santa's took it back. That's so cruel. So what the hell's happened? Well, listen on, dear friend. Honestly, listen this should have been on. the Rosie's mystery. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm nearly crying for it. Do you know what it is? I did think about that, but then I couldn't find out where to put the mystery the point, in. Yeah, it's the so, cliffhanger moment. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, guys. It's okay, it's okay. Sorry, Come on, guys. just tell her. We all popped off to my nan's to show her our Christmas haul, only to return to the bloody scooter being back behind the armchair. (sighs) To this day, we have absolutely no idea what really happened, and my parents still claim it was Santa. My brother and I have exactly the same memory of this, so it's not even as if we could be confused. Did my parents have an accomplice? 
did Father Christmas really take it away? How Will did we ever that? know the truth? Wow. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. yes, nasty. Yes, probably scarred the kid. He probably cried. I mean, he saw the scooter. That, I... It was his main present that he'd had yeah, on his list. I'm not down said. with this. He'd seen it, they'd found it, it then disappears for the day for a couple of hours by the sounds of things. Yeah. And then they left the house and came back yeah. and then he finds it in the afternoon. Harsh, I've got to admire. No. How, I've got to, Rosie, I've got to admire the execution of that. That was really could well done. Asked? No, but they can and they fucking nailed it to be fair. Oh, I'm sorry, but really I could not be Oh, I'd feel terrible. It's, wow. I mean, I bet they believe for a few more years. I bet they were well-behaved kids, to be fair. <laughs> hey, listen, you've got to do what you've got to do to get a lot of in on Christmas Day. That's amazing. I'm dreading this year. I'm dreading how early he's going to get up. He's going to He's not going to he's gonna go to sleep. No. He's not getting up at five o'clock. I've told you the rule. That's where I will be a little bit strict. Yeah. We've, talk, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. He's not getting up any earlier than six. Yeah. Six is the, that's okay, that's fine. And that's pushing it. Oh, I've just had an idea. What? You know the new Christmas house we've got on? Mm-hmm. With all with the noise in that, yeah, I can plug it in. I can put it on a timer, right? And we can see until you hear the music of that thing. Santa mm-hmm. hasn't been, <gasps> and I can put the timer on, and he can listen for downstairs. And then when it comes on, he can go down. Okay, okay. But if we explain that to him the night but, before, he's going to be listening all night. But for it. yeah, okay. What if you set it for like half six? What if by some fluke <laughs> accident? With no fucking chance on earth. I'm going to set it for half six. Oh, but then you'll be sat there for ages, and we'll be oh, sat waiting we'll for. We'll be it. asleep. But what if you what half if you by some fluke accident sleeps in until like nine o'clock? Ah, but it turns on at half but six. It turns you mean. on at half right, six. Okay. Well, I, I, oh god, I, I don't know. See, yes. this is why people do stuff like that with the scooters. I'm totally on board with that. No, now. I'm not. You're not. That's Great awful. Work. Amazing work. Well done. I'm looking to do the same kind of thing this year. I'm just going to try and implement it properly. Terrible behaviour. <laughs> babadoo, 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 ba. Hi, Rosie and Chris. I've been thinking of sending this story for some time, but one, it's seasonal, and two, it's embarrassing to think my husband is a monster. Oh. So this is from a while back she sent this in, but it is seasonal, so I'll read it out. My husband made the mistake of telling me a story from his younger years. Why he told anyone this, I have no idea. I am mortified. Oh, I'm excited. Here goes. On Christmas Eve, he had gone out with his mates and pulled... He went back to the girl's house who lived with her parents and, you know, Christmas shag, all that. I mean, I think it's just called a shag, but yes. Not a Christmas, it's special. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you would like... Go and put the sound effect on, I no, believe No, all I'm saying is, if yeah. you fa- I mean, you probably won't, but if you yeah. fancy it on Christmas Eve, I could put that sound effect on. Yeah. It's 30 seconds long. Yeah. Just oh, your favourite... We'll have to do it three times. And <laughs> <laughs> put it on loop. <laughs> Okay. As it was Christmas Eve, he left after the deed, right. not wanting her parents to have a nasty shock in the morning. Bit like Santa, empty his sack and then left. Oh, eh? oh hey, but lads, 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 lads. Uh, Christmas lads, lads. Really, else, really, else, really, else. Yeah. Oh, sucks. <laughs> On his way out of the house, he went through the kitchen and saw the Christmas turkey and no. roast potatoes. Fucking way. On the Christmas side, cooked, ready for Christmas dinner. <gasps> Thinking it would be fine, in brackets, or just didn't care, and seeing as he didn't get his dirty kebab on the way home, he helped himself to a turkey leg and a few roasties that for the walk home. That is unforgivable. Can you imagine oh. not having as many roasties or turkey <laughs> Because your slag of a sister <laughs> booked someone on Christmas Eve. I would be raging. 
Oh my! Can you imagine? <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. That's so bad. It says here he doesn't see why this is so bad. Mate. Even though the girl sent a text the next day telling him he'd ruined Christmas. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> that is one of the best stories. You utter That's shit bag. Hor- oh, honestly, I'd be so upset. So bad. That is so bad. I know. Oh my did I ever tell you about my mates? Mm-hmm. Um two of my mates, uh Michael and Stephen, went out when we were younger. And uh, Stephen used to often Stephen lived further away. So Are they gonna to want you sleep. to name them? Yeah, yeah, no, or? it's not too bad. Yeah, okay. so Stephen used to often sleep at Michael's so me and Michael live in the same estate, right. and Stephen used to often sleep at yes. his because he lived far away. And they got in one Saturday night. And um, the, uh, the they were like steaming drunk, and I don't think they'd got it. Obviously, I hadn't got a takeaway. And they're like, "Yeah, let's have some bacon sarnies. Mm-hmm. There's some bacon in the fridge. Let's have some bacon sarnies." And they made these bacon sandwiches, and they said they were like eating them. They're like, "Why? This bacon's like really thick cut bacon. Mm-hmm. This is horrible." It was the gammon for the Sunday dinner the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is though? <laughs> His mum was raging. Like, we we are we have children. Yeah. We oh, are going to be in that already, situation. I said it already on this podcast, this mm. episode. I'm dreading having a teenager. I'm dreading it. Well, my mum, I remember when my brother used to go out when he was younger mm-hmm. and he had this habit of coming in and just frying food. <laughs> and my mum would like wake up in the middle of the night every single time because he'd just leave the gas on. Oh, God. He would just leave it on. Oh. And she'd be like, every time, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's just like comatosed on the sofa. And he used to put, I always remember this, he used to have toast with mayonnaise on. Right. So then the next day it would be in his room and it would be like Congealed. Awful. And, uh, yeah, like where it goes oh, like slightly it, um, translucent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. Oh, nah, 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 Horrible. Nah, nah, nah. Oh. Yeah, we're going to have that. I'm dreading it. Yeah. Dreading it. Babadoo, 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 ba. Now, at this point, when we're going to be asked, we normally have a celebrity question when we're going to be bothered and we've found one. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, but we haven't done that for ages. And it's, I mean, I think it's still in the description, but it shouldn't even be there. We've run out with celebrity mates. I just don't have an idea. I just feel awkward asking people. And I always, it's weird because you ask them and they, you go, we ask a question. They go, what? And I go, well, we've had like almost 100 episodes of being asked everything. There's probably nothing else that mm. you can ask. But anyway, normally we'd have a celebrity question. We don't have a celebrity question, but. As it's Christmas, as it's 2020, as the year has been an utter piece of shit for many people, we've got a very, very special segment coming up from Asda and the Trussell Trust. Enjoy. This year, Asda has donated an additional £5 million to Fair Share and the Trussell Trust to help the country's most vulnerable people through COVID-19, giving more than 4 million meals to families who've been impacted by the virus and more than 3,000 charities access to free food. Now, we all know who Asda are, and I've no doubt that we've all stepped inside one of their many stores at some point in our lifetime, but you may not have heard of Trussell Trust. The Trussell Trust are a wonderful charity which support a national network of food banks to help provide emergency food and practical support to people in crisis, while also working towards a future where everyone can afford the essentials in life. To tell us a little bit more about how Asda, along with the Trussell Trust, are helping the country's most vulnerable people right now, we are joined by the Senior Director of Community and Corporate Affairs at Asda, that's Joe Warner, and also Chief Executive of the Trussell Trust, Emma Revy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. 
Lovely, very nice. Thank you. I know. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded really formal, but you can chat now. So that's yeah, that was it. That was, the got, formality's she over. Got, she got your full CV in those introductions. There, <laughs> eh? that was everything. That was your record of achievement. That was. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're looking forward to hearing a lot more about what Asda and Trussell Trust, what you guys are up to this year. So let's start off. What is the situation of poverty like in the UK at the moment? And how has ASDA chosen to help tackle this issue? So last year, food banks in our network provided um, 1.9 million emergency food parcels to people who were in financial crisis. And 700,000 of those were actually for children. And we've seen that situation just get so much worse as we've moved into the pandemic. So in the first six months of the pandemic, we were giving out 2,600 parcels to children every day on average, which is a massive increase of 47% over the previous year. So we we know the situation is bad in our food banks, but we also know it's just the tip of the iceberg because during the pandemic, lots of other emergency community organizations have sprung up to provide emergency food aid. And we know it's likely to get worse as we go into winter as well. So as more people are facing the fallout of the pandemic and losing their jobs, also the added pressure of winter and heating costs, we're anticipating that we're probably going to be handing out a food parcel every nine seconds. Oh my God. It's just, it's just not right. It's not right that anyone is needing to rely on a food bank that much in our country. And and we know it can change and and we want to, we want to see it change. No one should have to have to come to a food bank. And Joe, how's ASDA chosen to tackle this? We started our Fight Hunger Create Change partnership with the Trussell Trust and Fair Share, who are a food redistribution charity, back at the end of 2017. As a food retailer, you know, we're we're in hundreds of communities around the country. So our our colleagues, as we call them, people that work in our stores, they they see this and they know um, they know the families that come in who are struggling. We have this network of community champions. So all of our bigger stores has a a community champion and they are out there, you know, they're in schools, they're volunteering, they are um, working with food banks um, and they're really our eyes and ears on the ground because every community is different. Back in 2017, our customers actually, we asked them, you know, what are the issues that that you want us to address? And food poverty was, um, was top of that list. Working with with Emma and the team at Trussell Trust, you know, they're the real experts in this. So we've given um, over 23 million um, in in that time over the three years. And really, we focused on, you know, the immediate crisis need. So the need, which is, you know, walking into a food bank and needing food that day. Um, But also then what we call more than food services. So um, Emma Emma describes it really eloquently, actually, um, where, you know, you'll have someone who comes in and their, their immediate need is food. They want to take on food. And actually the food bank manager will say to them, look, we're going to make up a, a bag of food for you. You will take that home today. But actually while they're there, while that bag of food is being made up, we're funding more than food services, which is, you know, it might be a debt counsellor or a citizen's advice um, counsellor who can sit there and talk to them about the root cause of, of what's driven them to be there today. And, you know, usually it is one or two things that don't go their way. Our, our investment um, on the fair share side, so fair share actually redistribute food from, from our stores. So um, is actually redistributing all of that food waste, as we call it, but it's perfectly edible. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And actually we're, we're sending that out via fair share to, to food banks, Trussell Trust food banks, other right. food banks, and to other local community groups. I love that idea, Joe. I love what you're doing as well with the community um, yeah. 
officer in each stall and I just love the idea that there's somebody there working with the charity knowing exactly who's coming into this store and what's going on and I, I just think that's such a good idea mm-hmm. to be Brilliant. there on the ground I and had I no idea that was a thing yeah I didn't now. know I that was a fantastic. thing well, yeah, it's great. Really some time good. recently actually up in your neck of the woods in uh, South Shields with Mavis and Mavis oh. is our community champion at South Shields and oh. yeah she Shout is, out to Mavis. oh my goodness you need to go find Mavis she is just um, a beacon of light and she does she is you know we're in there all the time we will we'll ask for Mavis we'll go and say hello she'll be there she'll be out in the community <laughs> won't she but we'll try and we'll track her down um, <laughs> oh great do you know awesome. what it is do you know what's so strange we'll know her face Definitely. honestly we'll go in and then someone will go that's Mavis and I'll go yeah I've seen her <laughs> yeah you will so Emma um, what does it mean to yourself and to the Trussell Trust to have uh, Asda's support Oh, it's it's been really incredible working with Asta, and I think it's it's great to be able to work with a partner who is not only supporting you with your immediate needs and and like there were times at the start of the pandemic where we were literally on the phone to Joe and her team every day, and they were calling stores individually for food banks to source items. So that kind of partnership in the immediate needs, but also who like um who stand with you side by side in your long term goals. And I think that's what's incredible. So there's not there's there's no just acceptance that food banks should be the norm, but an absolute understanding that we need help now because we're seeing increased demands in, in numbers of people coming to food banks. So standing with us in that kind of compassionate response and helping us provide food, but also really standing with us and saying it's not right that anyone should need to come to a food bank and we need to create change. And the the grant funding that we've received from ASDA that we've been able to give directly to our food banks that have employed debt advisors and support workers and provided space in which to sit and support people, that that kind of specialist training and support is really like taking a positive step on tackling the underlying reasons why people end up coming to food banks and, and hopefully make it that if somebody's had to come to a food bank once, they don't have to come again because we've been able to, mm-hmm. to support them. And I think we, we, we really feel strongly that we, we don't have to live in a society where food banks are the norm. The partnership with ASTA in that and that commitment to that longer term goal has, is really invaluable and has meant a lot to us. That's great to know. Right. That's it's so interesting because obviously you you kind of think right a food bank well they just give out food parcels to people who need them but there's so much more going on behind the scenes and I think it's great that you do have advice and because that's what people need. People don't want to have to go to a food bank. They want to not have to go to the food bank but they need help to be able to achieve. Yeah. It's and that tackling the root cause which is yeah. the long term goal which is just yeah phenomenal. Absolutely. I think from from our perspective, you know, as Emma described, um, standing shoulder to shoulder with, with the Trussell Trust and their, and their mission for, you know, a hunger free future is, is essential. You know, we're a food retailer. We sell food. Um, it is very much in our in our minds, close to our hearts, our customers hearts that that everyone has enough food. You know, as Emma said, we, food banks shouldn't need to exist. The, the trust the trust campaign is 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 spot on as usual and um and we're we're right behind them so joe fight hunger create change is just one pillar from asda's creating change for better initiative which is all about building a better world and more sustainable future can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah of course so um yeah our our overarching program is called creating change for better um and the we have four pillars um better lives uh, better communities better planet and better business. 
but essentially, you know, as a, as a big business in the UK, we know it's our responsibility to help make the world a better place. And um, our customers um, are, are really, you know, really keen on us doing so. So um, they've talked to us about food poverty. They've talked to us about plastics. The Creating Change for Better program is just this overarching program where we're, uh, we're looking at our business operations. We're listening to our customers um, about the, the issues that they care about. And, and essentially, you know, again, it does what it says on the tin. We're, we're trying to create change for better within our own business and our supply chain. So how did Asda support Fair Share and the Trussell Trust this year during the pandemic specifically? There were a few things that, um, that, we, that we did initially. So um, one of them, as Emma has described, is, you know, we, there, was, there were certain food banks, um, I think particularly in London, but, but, you know, all over the country that, that had specific requests, um, things that they needed to keep going. Um, and we so we got on the phone to those shops and we were, you know, obviously at the time um, we, we were selling out of things. The, there was a um, we never had a shortage, but it was the it was the flow of, of food and, and other products to the stores. That was the issue. Um, so there was some some kind of on the spot, you know, store by store, food bank by food bank connections. Um, and we also um, we gave this an additional five million, um, which um, was split between Fair Share and, and, and Trussell Trust. Um, and um, and Emma can talk talk a little bit about you know in terms of where that money went. Um, the 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 funding from Asda helped us to first of all roll out our e referral much further, so um, somebody could be referred from a telephone service. Uh, somewhere in the country so if they were speaking to their housing officer on the telephone for example they could send an e-referral to that person so they knew their food was coming and then that could be delivered to their home rather than having to leave their home and come out to food bank and, and food banks had never run like that before and so it was amazing to have the support to be able to to do that and also the thing that was really kind of keeping me up at the time was the idea that people wouldn't know where to go at all like they would have nowhere to call so we set up really quickly together in partnership with Citizens Advice, a national helpline where people could call and say a free phone number to say, look, I, don't, I have no idea how to get referred to, to my local food bank or what I can do. And um, we started off with like four people. We've now got 30 people manning that um, help centre. Amazing to have been able to do it really quickly at the point when it was needed and, and with, with help from, from Asda. Quite literally springing into action. Like superheroes, just bish, bash, bosh. Really impressive. It's amazing. So Emma, as we've been talking about, it has been a really, really difficult year. Um, Christmas could be a hard time for a lot of people, obviously. How are you guys continuing your support over the festive period? So our, our food banks have already just, as the increased lockdown measures have been coming in, have already seen a further surge again just in the last few weeks. And we're really anticipating this winter being our, our busiest winter ever. So our focus is on providing that emergency support to people at the point that they need it and doing it in whichever way is necessary. So one of the things that's amazing about our volunteers is there's absolutely no way they were not going to keep going um, during um, this pandemic. Like they have knocked my socks off. But ultimately, none of us, volunteers, people who run in food banks, none of us um, want anyone to have to go to food bank. That's why this Christmas we're launching our campaign to fight for a hunger-free future. We know things can change and right now as we work together to rebuild our societies we come out hopefully in the early part of next year as we come out of this pandemic we have a real opportunity to think again and begin that work of ending the need for food banks in our country. You know, Christmas is, is going to be really difficult this year. So, you know, we, we're, we're supporting Trussell Trust's hunger, hunger-free future 
um, and we're actually committing to providing a million meals um, to families between um, now November and, and Christmas um, and, and that's through a mix of things it's our it's our back of store donations um, through fair share um, it's through the community champions that I mentioned um, going out into the community and, and delivering this food um, and the, 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 the trolley at the front of the store, which, which customers are donating. So there's lots and lots of ways that we're doing that. So Emma, what is the Trussell Trust's vision for the future and how are you working with ASDA on this? We're working towards a hunger-free future, a future where no one needs to use a food bank because everyone can afford the essentials in life. And we think this is possible and that things can change. So ASDA is supporting us in lots of ways moving forward, including helping us to develop our national helpline so it can continue to provide free, independent and confidential advice, enabling people to gain the knowledge, confidence to move forward from their crisis, whoever they are and whatever their problem. And that, that's really critical in terms of supporting people with the underlying reasons that have forced them to have to come to a food bank. We're also really excited to continue to work with ASDA to help providing more transformational grants to our food banks. And that will include supporting people with income maximisation advice in, in the food bank, supporting them. We know that that's really essential to maximise the amount of money in people's pockets. Uh, and we're also like really proud to be working with ASDA in our fight for a hunger-free future by working together, raising awareness about the, the reasons why people are forced to have to come to food banks and, and working together, hopefully with also some of your listeners in joining our, our, our movement, our campaign for a hunger-free future. I think this pulls really hard on my heartstrings because when I was younger, we were on income support for about five years. And in order to keep our house, by the end of the week, my mum used to go around the supermarket with a calculator and she literally had £2 in her purse. And food banks weren't a thing then, but my grandparents, we were lucky enough that my grandparents and my auntie and uncles used to come round with parcels of mm. food. And I remember, gosh, I could cry. I remember just the feeling of just, it was just wonderful. And it was, I was so young, I didn't really understand it, but the fact that my parents had to rely on family for food and Back then, if food banks had been a thing, they might they might have been going to a food bank themselves. And I just think what you're doing is such an important job. So, Rosie, I saw on your Instagram story that you'd recently visited your local food bank. And I know you regularly support food banks. How, how do you find it every time you're visiting there? And how do you feel about that? It's a strange one. There's a mix of emotions because I'm really proud of my local community and how people come together and the donations that they get. And there was loads of local businesses had donated and raised money throughout the year and things like that. But then, so there's the pride and, and there's the, this is great, but then there's also the actual, oh, this is, this is terrible that this is having to happen, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so it's a real mix of emotions, but obviously I'm really grateful that it's there. And we have stayed in our hometown where we where we grew up. And it's lovely to know that we can help out and that people are protected and looked after. And like you say, there's so much more goes on with Trussell Trust and with all the local food banks. It's not just handed. It's not just, oh, there you go. There's some, you know, there's a couple of bags of pasta or whatever. It's chatting to them, it's getting to know them and it's helping in other ways. And then it's hopefully, like you've said, Emma, it's going, okay, hopefully we'll not see you again. Mm. Not in an awful way, but you might now be sorted a little bit through the help that you've got. And um, like you say, it doesn't have to go on mm. forever, but it is happening right now and people need the help. And it's just really reassuring knowing that ASDA are doing all of this work and the Trussell Trust are there. So from us too, 
Thank you so much. Thank you indeed. And listeners, please get involved and help in any way you can. Guys, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. So massive thank you to Joe and Emma for everything they're doing and for joining us there. And if you want to get involved, dear listener, here's three ways that you can. You can donate to permanent collection points in larger Asda stores to support local food banks. Look out for the green fight hunger trolleys. You can also donate money to help give more people a place to turn this Christmas. Text ASDA to 70085, that's ASDA to 70085, to donate £3 to the Trussell Trust. Text costs £3 plus your standard network rate. UK mobiles only. Seek Bill Payers' permission. 100% of the donation will be paid to the Trussell Trust. Registered charity number 1110522. Your donation can be made up until 23.59pm on the 31st of December 2020. For full T's and C's, visit asda.com forward slash fighthunger. And you can also join the fight for a hunger-free future by signing up to the Trussell Trust campaign at trusseltrust.org slash hunger-free future. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Christmas from our house to yours. And we'll be in your ears on Christmas Day with another little Christmas special. Yes, indeed. Have a very, very Merry Christmas, you beautiful, beautiful people. And we will um, be thinking of you. Love yous. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.